Hello and welcome to the FEZ Show. It is now the 4th of August 2020 and let's say it, it's race week! Or more specifically though, it's actually one day away from the action restarting in Berlin. So today we'll be previewing the first double header of action and oh, we've got such such a day ahead of us because we've got driver press conferences happening in about an hour after finishing recording, then more driver interviews all lined up. So make sure that you obviously check out the Formula Rezone website um, during the day or so once you've seen this podcast. Obviously if you haven't seen any of the day's action, go to the website and check out all the latest stories ahead just to get your Formula E vibe on and who best, who best to continue that Formula E vibe than the one and only Jack Pickering. Morning Jack. Good morning mate. Uh, there are a lot better candidates than me to uh, to uh, d- to be doing this but um, I was the one that was available so yes hello good morning. Yes good morning indeed. We have to start though because it's crazy this i just want to get your because it's not like a normal race weekend because one we're racing on a wednesday and a thursday two the season itself will be over very quickly as in like we've got wednesday thursday saturday sunday wednesday thursday and boom it's done so as much as we've been looking forward to formula e coming back it won't be long until we're having to wait the agonizing wait till january until we have to restart again yeah, and the start of next season is not even going to be a double header, so we can't like get that get that rush of boom boom two days two two races in one weekend in um in Santiago in January. Yeah, no, we 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 have been waiting a very long time to see Formula E action back, and and whilst like all the other motor racing series, they 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 they've all already come back apart apart from World Endurance, which um which also runs the same. Well, for the last couple of years, has run the same winter to summer um schedule instead of the traditional um gregorian calendar that all the other series do um but yeah uh it it is it's, it's, it's fantastic I, I i'm so excited that we that we're going to see some cars not 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 just out on track tomorrow but we will see them out on track tonight because shakedown is tonight as well but now i'm really looking forward to it because the thing the the one thing that draws me in with formula e is that you just don't know what's going to happen Anything can happen over the next nine days. Antonio Felix da Costa, he's sitting pretty at the top of the championship by 11 points. But the thing is, we've got more races in the next nine days than we did in the first, uh, what, eight months of this calendar, even though the last six there's been nothing. But the but we've, we've got so many races, it's anyone's game. And, and whoever does best in Berlin will become the champion regardless. Yeah, and we're going to get onto that very soon. But let's first, let's talk about this track. Because obviously, so the first week, so don't think we're running the original layout. Because I know like the news has been a bit, you know, choppy and, and about this. We're actually running the reverse layout. So the original layout for the Berlin track comes this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. So the normal way that we've seen for the last couple of seasons will be on Saturday and Sunday. To, well, tomorrow, today, which you see on Shakedown, where do you think, like, obviously the racing now of it? Because obviously, when you build a track, tracks aren't built for, um, you know, going the opposite direction sometimes, right? They're not thought about, like, their corners are thought about going the actual way that they want them to make the overtaking moves to make the corners challenging. So, I think when this track was made, the reverse layout was never suggested. So, when you look at the track map, Jack... You know, what do you think the racing will be like? Where do you think people might overtake? Well, yeah, we've discussed this on uh, we've we've discussed this on previous shows already. But yeah, we've um we've 
we 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 know this track was designed to go in one direction and so the other direction i don't think will work as well as we really want it to be but i think it i think it could still work well with because because the long what 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 is usually the long left hander of 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 turns 1 and 2 um is now the final right hander and i think that will deliver a brilliant slingshot onto the onto the start finish straight and it might produce some good overtaking down into the new turn 1 and the old turn 10 um but yeah no there are some there are there will be some parts of the track where it just won't be good to overtake so so going the right way round where the attack mode uh, act, uh, activation zone is that's a brilliant overtaking zone the reverse way around i don't think it's going to be an opportunity at all because because uh, they're coming through a very tri- uh, they they're, they're coming through a very quick chicane of turns 3 and 4 and then they're coming around this curve bit into turn 5 you're going to have to be very opportunistic to try and get an overtake into there um and then, and, and, and then it's the same at the end of the, it's, it's the same at what is now the, the, uh, uh, the end of that straight as well into turn six and seven. Um, uh, they, it, go, go, going into those corners, um, it will be harder to overtake because, but, uh, because usually that's supposed to be the run onto the straight and instead it's the run off the straight. So I reckon that the, uh, I, I reckon that this reverse layout, it won't be as good as the, as the, as the normal layout is. However, that doesn't detract from the main thing is it's Formula E and in Formula E, if it fits, it fits. Uh, so, yeah, who knows? I might be speaking a load of gibberish and we might have two brilliant races this uh, this week. We might do, like, just thinking about it right now. So, I like your the end of the show. So, our little Shanghai section, you know, Berlin, I think, with Formula Real, we need to give some names to some of these corners because um, we're struggling. But um, the Shanghai section, so the old turn one, which sweeps, I think you're right, to be honest with you. Um, because that is going to be a real tactical play, I reckon, because you're coming into that section and you're going to have to set up the move, but you have to get it right. You're going to have to set it up and make sure that you're as close as possible and you get the slingshot out and then you go straight down to turn one, which could be, which would be the last corner, which could be an overtaking point. It's going to be, it's sort of, it's not straight. Like, that straight isn't straight. Like, when you come to the corner, it sort of, like, bends uh, right a little bit. So it might be very interesting, like, how they go down there on the brakes down the inside because it sort of narrows slightly because on the other track layout, it sort of widens, obviously, so you get the bare exit. But this time we're coming the other way, so it's actually narrowing going into turn one. So it's like, you're going to have to have respect, I think, um, from the driver on the outside, which would be the normal racing line going into that corner, the driver on the outside's got to be aware of the driver on the inside because otherwise there's going to be a lot of T-bones going into that corner, especially if, um, you know, drivers aren't aware um, going into that corner. So I think that could be really interesting. What also I find interesting is after the Shanghai section, you've got where the Emotion Club used to be, where the bridge was. They had that little left and then right. I'm very interested to see what it's like coming the other way into that because it's going to be a quick left into a quick right as well it's a left and then bang on the brakes into a right and obviously the track was meant to go the other way like left small small right that makes sense but going the other way i think that might you know mistakes could be made going into there especially locking up because if you lock straight up there going into that corner boom you're going into the wall you're not going to recover it going into a right hander and there's no runoff area there where there is sort of towards the left but on the reverse section, you don't want to be there. So I have a feeling 
that the reverse layout jack might provide us with some decent racing but I think because it's the reverse layout there is more opportunities for mistakes so therefore I think it will be a harder layout to master than the original that we'll see on Saturday oh yeah definitely I 100% I, I agree that it's going to be harder um yeah because because it's a because it's brand new it's a brand new circuit well technically technically it is they've just driven it the wrong way around um it's it's the same circuit just the wrong way around which 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 the teams have been doing a lot of in testing because um because when when the whole thing about having six berlin races every all, all the teams went onto the simulator and said right okay drive out the pit lane do a ue and then just drive around it the other way, so 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 the drivers get a feel for the track, um, and so uh, and uh, and so yeah, I it, this it it could pro it could produce a sight of racing, but yeah, uh, but, but yeah, like you said, that um, uh, the whole turn six, turn seven, which we going into where the tunnel was, um, yeah, um, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, that will be a really hard overtaking zone. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I, th I think it will be. I think it will be an opportunistic one because people might just like. Li I think people might just like lift off going into six, so then they can dab on the brake into seven and go around. So, 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 it, so it might be last late break as, as it usually is in Formula E, and um, and uh, and and uh, and yeah, it might produce some. Uh, it might produce some overtaking uh, opportunities, but honestly, I think the two main overtaking opportunities are going to be the new turn one and turn two so the so the so what was the last corner and the penultimate corner on the track so the two hairpins effectively but jack i just kind of it just came to my brain now right so formula one have been calling like the british grand prix so we had the british grand prix last weekend and now we've got the 70th anniversary uh race and i'm just thinking are we calling these races six berlin e pre races and maybe should we have called them some catchy names I just came into my head right now. Should we have called it like the German Ypres, the Berlin Ypres, and then I don't know the Crazy Land Ypres, or I don't know, like something. I feel like I feel like Formery's missing a trick. Call, call it, call it the German Ypres, but in German, so it's the Deutsch, so it's the Deutsch uh, Grand Prix. Yeah, Sorted. because Berlin Ypres, German Grand Prix, Deutsch Grand Prix. They're Sorted. all different. They're all different Deutsch tracks. Lands. Is it is is it Deutsch Grand Prix or Deutsch Land Grand Prix? I think Deutsch Toby, comment, comment below. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, we need our German fans to help us out here. But I feel like, because obviously, if they're all Berlin E-Prix... Tempelhof then... E-Prix. Oh, yeah. Tempelhof E-Prix. Tempelhof. There we go. Sense. That makes sense. Um, no, I was just thinking of the record books, because obviously, because when you think, when we look back at Formula One, it won't be... I don't know. So let's say Lewis Hamilton wins next weekend. I don't think it'll count as eight British Grand Prix wins. No, no, it won't. It, it won't. Count. Seven, seven British Grand Prix wins, one 70th, 70th anniversary. anniversary win. Right? And um, Lewis, was, Lewis was very lucky to get that number seven, I'd like to point out. What a <laughs> final was. two laps. The rest if... of the race, garbage. Final two laps, Jesus Christ. If... Me, me, me and my dad don't watch races that, that often, but my word. Yes, but if I mean, Formula E, oh, I'll... You know, Formula E can produce some sort of we have entertainment like that. like that. We'll be Michelin we'll be mess the... up the tires. <laughs> Michelin mess up the tires. We'll be on our feet. I tell you what, going into these races, but I uh, just think it because of the stats, right, and how it works. Like, so if we have six Berlin E Prix, and obviously the Berlin stats are going to be very padded, right? Um, so I was just thinking about names and in, in, in maybe what Formula E could have done to just say, okay, it's it's like a different E Prix. Um, but anyway, that's like a side note. It just came into my head, and I was just like. That's interesting. 
because obviously the stats in Formula One will be squiff, squiffed, that's the correct word, because obviously you've got the Styrian GP from Austria and so forth, so from the first Austrian one, it won't be the same, for example. Um, so it's all kind of just weird. Anyway, moving on, because what I want to say, Jack, is that I think this is like a new season. Like, I, it feels like a new season. We've waited so long for this, and I'm just trying to think. Antonio de Felix Costa, okay, he goes into this the championship leader, but... If you're De Costa, do you go into this thinking, I am the championship leader, I need to just make sure I finish the race, I do what I need to do, and keep extending, or keep just performing well? Or do you go into think it's a new season, I'm just going to attack? What would you do? Well, I think the I think the important thing about Formula E is that is is is, is that you still is, is that you need to get a consistent amount of points because because we've seen that over the years even. I think uh, season three with Lucas de Grassi. Sebastian Buemi won six E-Prix that season. Apart from that, didn't score a point. Uh, apart from the pole position ones and the fastest lap ones. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I, uh, consistency is key 100%. So, but, but the thing is, at the same time, you could have a Stoff, a Mitch, who will just go out there, balls to the wall, and just and and uh, and and just try and dominate all all, all these races, uh, but the thing is, like these these guys haven't stepped in a Formula E car for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been six months. So, um, so yeah, no, it will be well apart from probably some testing, but yeah, um, but uh, but yeah. So it will be exciting to see how these guys are going to do um, this long away from actually being on track with others um so yeah i think uh i, I consistency is key but the thing is for as, as i've said already formula e is formula e you cannot lift off for a second because if you do the rest are coming yeah and that's what i think like i don't know like it's going to be difficult put it that way in terms of the mindset because i, I was just thinking when does the nerves come in when do the nerves come in because it doesn't matter what athlete you are there's always nerves you know and even when formal drivers talk about it on the grid like Jensen Button for example you know he'll say you know you're on the grid you know the nerves are starting to build up and for De Costa because there's so much there's, there is so much riding on it and it could be for so many people and we're going to get onto that in a second but De Costa has been I think him and Mitch Evans who are also second in the championship not too f far behind those two for me have been the standout drivers this season yes Jev has done his bit you could argue Maximilian Gunther's not done too bad but Evans and De Costa have just been on fire and when you get down because it's not like okay I've got six races left right I've got six races left but you, you really you, you kind of don't because it's over in nine days You've got six races in nine days, and all of a sudden, we said it at the beginning, like when we started these FEZ shows. If you, if the Costa gets the first race wrong, if something happens tomorrow in that race that doesn't go the Costa's way, that could be a huge mindset thing, a huge mindset thing, and you start beginning to buckle, you start beginning to try and play the catch-up game, and you try to start forcing things, and so I think it's a really difficult one to play because. You've got to keep your head, but if a poor qualifying performance goes, let's say, you know, it doesn't go his way in Q1, and boom, he's then got to start 13th and try and get into the points, whereas Mitch Evans is 8th or 6th, for example, you already have that feeling of playing catch-up. I think it's going to be an incredible psychological warfare game. This is going to, You could write a novel, really, about how, how people's mindsets are going into this race.
Yeah, and and uh, and you mentioned it there with the qualifying format. I love the Formula E qualifying format just because it's designed to shake the field, uh, just designed to shake the field up. And with uh, and, and with the heavy hitters going in Q1, it might put them towards the back of the field. However, with Berlin, as we've seen over the years, uh, Berlin is Berlin's one of those tracks where it's not. It's, it's 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 not that bad going out in Q1 uh, compared to Q4, uh, whereas where whereas we've seen uh, especially back in Divya at the start of the season, we saw basically everyone who was in Q1. I think the highest someone got on the grid was tenth or something. Um, but um, but yeah, no, that's that's that that that's one thing that I absolutely love about Formula E, the fact that. The uh, uh, the fact that qualifying can shake the entire field up, I don't think it will do as much in um, in uh, in in Berlin over the next six races. However, there is still the opportunity uh, uh, there is still the opportunity that a Vern or a Bird who are sitting, I think eighth or tenth, uh, eighth and tenth in the championship, um, they can still excel and do and uh, and do rather and do rather well and maybe. Vern can fight for his third or Sam for his first as well. And that's what you I was going to start talking about now is the drivers, right? Because when you look at the standings, right, behind the Costa, it's just a couple of points, you know, between Mitch. And if you go down to even like 10th with Sam Bird on 29, and we're talking about that psychological warfare, it just takes one swing. And that swing could happen tomorrow. And all of a sudden, this championship's blown wide open. You could get Sam Bird winning. You could get Oliver Rowland getting on the podium, who's in ninth on 29 or 30 points. And and, and if DaCosta doesn't have that race, or if Mitch and DaCosta, you know, are, are like fifth or sixth, and, and Rowland wins, or Bird wins, or someone who's in eighth wins, Mortara, who's up there as well, um, you know, if they get a shock result, it just blows the championship wide open. And again, that the psychological... As I said, like the going into these races is just going to change. It's going to flip flop, and you know, it's going to be amazing speaking to the drivers and and grasping their emotions over the next couple of days to try and actually work out who's managing it and who's not managing it. Because any, as you keep saying, and as we we all know, right? It's no, it's, we're no stranger to this in Formula E that anything can happen, and if it does, and it usually does, to quote them famous Murray Walker it could be amazing and you know you're looking at Sam Bird now regularly you probably think probably not in this championship fight hasn't had the best start to the season it only takes two results probably for him to go his way and boom he's right up there yeah no this 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 is the beauty of Formula E I feel like I've said that a few times already I feel like I'm a bit of a jack of box pull the string and um yeah I'll say it or no that's not it Woody Woody from Toy Story, yeah, pull the strings. Although no, a Jack in the Box did kind of work with the roll, 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 boom, boom, boom. Formula E is really unpredictable. Roll, 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 roll. Formula E is really unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a Jack in the Box. Um, yeah, uh, but I, we, we, it goes we, with we, it goes with both our names. We, yeah, 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 it goes with both yeah, our names. We both are because we're on because we're on a Zoom call and we're side by side. Side so by we, side. So, so we have our own separate boxes. Jack in the Box. Um, sorry. Jack in a Box. That, that is that, that should that, be that the is name the name of, of the show. Our new uh, yeah, that's the name of our new uh, ITV Saturday night show. Yeah, we've done a spin-off show, Jack in a Box. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but that, no, but 
that is the beauty of Formula E. You just don't know what's going to happen. Anyone could do well. I mean, like Robin Freund has, has only had one point scoring position back in Deria. And who knows? He, he, he had some great late season form last year. He won two, he won two races in Paris and New York. Uh, uh, Daniel Lapt, who is driving for Neo. I mean, like, we, we don't expect much from him, but he is a Berlin specialist. He has always done well around Berlin, even in the Race Home Challenge. Wink, wink. Um, but, um, but, 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 yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows? Anything could happen in these last six, uh, in these last nine days. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah. No, that's 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 why I love it so much because there is, there is 150 points plus up for grabs. No one's going to get all 150 points. But um, yeah. No, it is. It, it it's going to be a really exciting end to the season. So I just can't wait for tomorrow morning at whatever time practice one is. The beauty of it is, is when I interviewed Dil Baggio and he said, "You do realize Alex Lynn could still win this championship," and I'm like. Yeah, he could. <laughs> it's just that's how crazy it is. He, if, he's, if he does, I'm going to do a shoey on the show. Yeah, has to be done. Um, and, but the thing is, that goes for Sergio Sete Camera, right? And we have to remember, right? We're going into this through, and I think it's worth mentioning, right? So you've got Rene Rast in the Audi. You've got Sergio Sete Camera. You've got Daniel App moving to Neo. Um, it's what do you think those for those? Well, not apt as much, but for Sergio Sete Camera. And what's his face? I've forgotten his name. Uh, Sergio Sede Camera and Rene Rast and Alex Lynn. There you go. I've managed to get them all in. Um, you know, what do you expect from them? Because they're coming in and it's actually quite hard. Maybe Alex Lynn has got some experience, but Sergio Sete Camera and Rene Rast. Rast hasn't really, you know, I forget the time Rene Rast did that race in Berlin because it's a different generation of car. Like, what, how do they, how would they prepare? How do you think they're going to prepare for six races, nine days, different track layouts, different car, in one day, and it's all done. It'll be, it'll be finished. Like, do we put too much expectations on him? Because if we think Jay Penske, he's putting the pressure on Sergei Sete Camera to f- score in the points. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, one step at a time, lad. Well, what, what, what I'm fairly certain that Rene Rast and Alex Lynn have had these test days in, in their respective cars that they're going to race in um in in berlin uh whereas uh i'm not sure what sergio said to camera's done i haven't seen him around silverstone um but um but yeah uh, and uh and and i am led to believe i think i've read somewhere that that uh that daniel act has done some stuff in the neo simulator i'm not sure if he came over to five minutes away from me but um if he did i'm very annoyed because i missed him uh but um but yeah, I yeah that the 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 beauty is that all these all of these guys could win the championship. But the thing is, their cars. Uh, I think the cars that they're in. I don't think they have. I don't think they really have the potential to win the championship. So, Audi, we've uh, we we uh, we uh, we've spoken and uh, 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 about this uh, on the show, and we've said that Audi have probably delivered their worst car to date. Um, and so, I mean, like Lucas Degrassi is doing a fantastic job up in fifth in the championship. But, um, but yeah, we saw Daniel App languishing, I think, in 16th, 17th. Um, so, so, yeah, I think for, uh, and, and that's more or less the same with Mahindra as well. Mahindra haven't have 
haven't had the best season so far. I think even even Jerome D'Ambrosio struggled. He's on three points. Pascal Verlan got a fourth in uh, Santiago, but um, but yeah, it is it is um, it it hasn't been great for for uh, for, for these two teams. So I think coming in, I think it will be a bit of a struggle. But if they can get some solid points, I think that will I think that will be a successful. Um, I think that'll be a successful six races for them. As for as for Daniel Apt, it's just him against Oliver Turvey, see what he can do, because Ollie's been in that team since um Battersea season one. So um so yeah, I it could yeah. As uh so yeah, for him it's for that and for Sergio Sosa Camera it's just where he is on pace with Nico Muller. Um so yeah, I think the rookies will have a relatively tough time, but as long as they're they're all there about I think they should be fine. I think it's like a Nico Hulkenberg thing. I don't think what Jay Penske did was right um, in saying that, you know, I want him fighting for points. I don't know how you can come in, limited testing, and, and you know, fight fight for points. I think you're asking way too much of him and putting way too much pressure. Like Nico Hulkenberg, just come in and perform, and I pray to God that your car doesn't break down on Sunday. Um, so... I don't know. I was just thinking what to say next. Um, for me, I don't know. I think we should maybe pick a winner, which was kind of what we're doing on the grid ranking show that I will be on at 5 p.m. today, live stream. There'll be a link in Twitter and Discord. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely going up at the upset same time. So you probably would have missed my show by now. But anyway, never mind. Um, you can catch the highlights of me again on another show somewhere else. Um, but what do you think, like, a winner, like... Let's pick a winner for these first two races and, like, stick our neck on the line. And I did stick my neck on the line on the grid ranking show on Saturday, and I went for Mitch Evans to win one race. I think maybe Evans will win one, and I'm going to go for a shocking one. I'm going to go for an Oliver Rowland to mix things up and say he... Because I think Oliver Rowland, well, if his race at home challenge it was anything to go by, he grew and grew at these tracks that he went to and if he if he's been doing a lot of work on the simulator and if that makes him actually faster on track he could be you know a dark horse going into these two races so i'm gonna stick my um neck on the line and go mitch evans and ollie Rowland. i think as my two race winners um going into this week well this midweek race and um goes on eric verne um because he because he he, he he hasn't won a race yet this season um He's eighth in the championship, so he's not in Q1, which means that he has a little bit of track advantage. Obviously, we said on the show that um, the track advantage isn't as much as it is at other tracks. But um, but still, I think John Eric will win. Well, he'll win one of these six races, um, but a minimum. But um, yeah, no, I'm going to say John Eric Vern for for uh, for one of them. Um, I now need to look down the field, up and down. Do you know what? I'm going to say a first ever Formula E win for Stoffel Van Dorn on Mercedes home soil. That could happen because Mercedes have been improving. And yeah, I think that could happen. That could happen indeed. Last word, just before we go, who, what driver do you think has the most to show? Like has the most to prove in these couple races? I'll go first. And I'm going to stick with what I've been saying for ages, and it's Oliver Turvey. I think he's got the most to prove. He's now got Daniel Apt in that seat next to him. Everyone says Turvey is the underrated driver, and I think this is the time he has to prove it. 
Well, yeah, I was, I, funnily enough, I was actually going to say Daniel Apt, just to show Audi that he was, uh, uh, just, so Audi, just so Audi that they were wrong, see, see, see if he can go up against Oliver Turvey, who is widely regarded as the most, under, uh, the most underrated driver on the grid, like you, like you alluded to there. So, yeah, no, I think <laughs> we've gone for both Neos. Let's see them finish 23rd and 24th. I hope not. I hope they manage to find some time. But it'd be interesting to see how they do. And, and, and also, what, what we haven't talked about in today's show, and we've not got any time to really now, is you know, we don't really know who's made any inroads during this time. No. We don't really know. Because it, is, it is anyone's guess. It's, we don't know how... We say Audi made the worst car. They have. They may have improved it. And all of a sudden, they're fighting for podiums. The, the grid order, the car performance indicators could be completely different by the time we turn end up qualifying on Wednesday. It, it, we could be shocked. We might not be shocked, but we could be shocked. We could see, oh my God, where did Mahindra come from? Where did Audi come from? How on earth have Tech Cheetah fallen back to ninth fastest? Like... We just don't That's know. That's something I'm not expecting you to, anyone to say to Cheetah ninth fastest. Yeah. So, you know, as we said, anything can happen in Formary. And that's pretty much it for the show. I want to say a massive thanks to Jack for joining me. Thank you. And remember, so if you... It's race week, so come and join us in our Discord channel. The link is below. You want to talk Formula E? This is a crazy time. Discord is popping off. So many people excited for the Formula E return. Formula E Fest, as we're calling it, on Grid Network. It is a festival of Formula E. So come and join us in the Discord channel. Come and say hi. Come and join the community. Um, Twitch. We should be on Twitch later this afternoon. Probably would have missed half of the Twitch show by the time. But we might be doing a... Um, which would be happening probably right now if this goes out at five o'clock would be a sort of like a shakedown test um, and sort of like a ch chatting through that while we all see Formula E cars on track for the first time. Uh, Patreon, if you love us that much, if you were listening to this show and you know what, I want to throw some money at those people. Well, you can. Why not? And if you just go into the Patreon page, you can support us from as little as $1. So there you go, right? And if you're in the UK, that's 75p. So happy days, right? And um, we'll be extremely, um, obviously, we, we love all our Patrons. And, you know, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be able to do half the stuff. Um we are able to do um but thank you so much for listening we will be back we've got some live shows as well okay so wednesday thursday after the show twitch about eight o'clock we will be doing some live like recap races live reaction from the drivers we won't be able to see the drivers but we'll be able to tell you what the drivers have been saying after the race so you're all filled in after what's happened okay so thank you so much for watching we will see you very soon goodbye